It's the 10th of January 2021. It's day one of the Hatsu Basho. Welcome to Sumo Drop. Hello everybody and welcome to day one of the Hatsu Basho. I'm Fox and I'm joined by a good, good mate of mine called Adam Hogarth. How are you doing, Hog? Yeah, I'm good, man. Nice to uh, nice to hear from you. I know, I was going to say, we saw each other briefly on video, then I quickly asked you to turn that off, turn that filth off. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's been a while, mate. Are you keeping well? Yeah, I'm well, yeah. I'm uh, I'm just down in London now, um, just doing my artwork and yeah, kind of been getting interested in the in the sumo wrestling that's been going on like the tournament basically yeah i know that we've um me and you've obviously known each other for quite a long time now man and but what neither of us knew was that we were both into sumo wrestling until a few months ago yeah. uh so we had like loads and loads of natter during the november basho and i mentioned to you at the time that we were thinking about bringing um sumo wrestling to the bbg wrestling podcast as a new okay. feature because it's it's been something that i've been interested in for a while been following it for quite a bit i won't pretend to be an expert on it by any means but it's yeah. really fun it's really good crack so we thought yeah we'll give it a shot and uh you said you're up for coming on as well so this is I suppose it's more like episode one B, <laughs> because <laughs> part one A was more like the sort of introductory to the people who might be um, general listeners on the BBG podcast to uh, for for general wrestling, uh, pro wrestling, but maybe weren't so familiar with sumo wrestling. So it's like a kind of introductory beginner's guide. So if if anybody who's listening to this now hasn't checked that out and is interested, it's worth going over to checking out uh, an intro to uh, to sumo wrestling, uh, a previous episode on here on Sumo Drop. But um, yeah, hidden to this one anyway. I thought it was worth getting Adam involved, getting Hog involved here. But before we do start talking about the show and about news and rumours and different information leading from the November Basho into this January Basho, I thought um, it would be good, cool just to hand over to yourself, Hog, to tell people a bit about you, why you like sumo, the fact that you've been over to Japan and seen it, um, and a bit about your artwork as well, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... I'm probably in a similar boat to you in that, like, I like sumo. I've watched it. I've been watching it for about a year, two years now. I'm no expert, you know. But what happened with me was um, I went over to Japan to do some research for my art practice because, you know, I'm an artist. And um, initially the idea was that I was going to go over and watch some – I wanted to go and watch some Lucha Libre there because what I really like is when uh, the Japanese emulate the West – so things yeah. like um, Japanese Elvis singers and things like this. So, but what happened was it, it just turned out that there was a, a sumo tournament on. So I ended up getting tickets for that. Uh, and it was the one in Fukuoka in November uh, last year, uh, sorry, 2019. And um, yeah, it was just mega. I mean, we rocked up in Fukuoka in the morning and then we went down to the stadium to pick our tickets up. You know, total novices didn't have a scooby about what was going on. And then when we got to the stadium, obviously the tournament had already, you know, the, the day's fighting had already started. So when we got there, we were like, we thought we were going to be going for the evening session. And when we got there, we were just like, oh, let's just go in. So we went in, got got a rake of Asahi, just sat in the in the stadium and just watched all the sumo all day. 
and I was just completely blown away by it. Um, particularly the kind of ritualistic side of it, the kind of salt throwing and, and the singing and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it just kind of really influenced my artwork from there. Like came back to the UK and then just I've been making work about it and making work about uh, a lot of kind of aspects of Japanese culture as well, you know. Yeah, so we'll, we'll post some of your artwork as well, mate, on 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 the website. Uh, is there yeah. any kind of? Is there, where can people check your artwork out in general if they want to see uh, yeah, the can... sumo influence stuff? Yeah, the sumo stuff. There's more of that really on um, on my Insta page. So like on Adam Adam Hogarth, and then I, th- I don't know if there's any up on my actual web page yet. Cause I'm I'm not very good at updating that, but that's uh, adamhogarth.com. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's quite yeah. well. I've seen some of it, and I absolutely love it. And am I right in thinking that you've done some prints with salt as well? It's like a kind of really fun sort of call to sumo uh, traditional salt throwing, as you mentioned there as well. You've done some. Uh, is it screen prints you've done with salt or something? What's, yeah, what's that's the... it. That's yeah? exactly right, Fox. Yeah, it's um, they're screen prints, so they're kind of referencing the um, the purification of the dojo at the, yeah. at the beginning of the ring and at the beginning of the fight and yeah they're screen prints and then they're dusted with salt and they're of um yeah they're 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 taken from like paraphernalia that i've got from like the sumo um like newspapers and things like that so there's one that i did recently of a 1970s i think he's a 70s wrestler and he was called uh takamayama but yeah he was like had a really long career and uh pretty prolific uh sumo wrestler indeed um, well, it's, it's great artwork I've seen. And something interesting you said there as well, that you went over there to go and watch some some wrestling, um, but ended up watching sumo. So when I went over in 2006, one of my aims was to go and watch some sumo, but I couldn't get tickets. Uh, but I did end up managing to go and watch Osaka Pro Wrestling over in Osaka. Oh, right. So it was yeah. kind of the, the flip reverse of what you did. Um, but it was uh, it was great, you know, fantastic. I'll speak about that on a different podcast at a different time in more detail. But um, it's just, just the culture, how it all sort of correlates, where the idea of, as you mentioned, throwing the salt as, as a purification of and to stamp out evil spirits with the, with the stomping and the stretching that they do as well at the beginning of a fight. It's... Yeah. Um, it's incredible, really, like the sort of the, the link between that and how pro wrestling takes that on in, in, in its kind of parody form almost, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's still a lot of tradition in it. And, you know, especially with all the pro wrestling as well uh-huh. from the 70s and 80s, where it's a lot more traditional, a lot more. Uh, respect, I suppose, is the is the word used. Um, I'll have to share with you some really interesting pro wrestling from Japan because they've taken it to new levels now. Uh, where you know wrestlers, in especially a, a promotion called DDT Wrestling, where they okay. dress up as like inflatable penises and things like that. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> you take it, it to the new it, level. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the kind of thing I was like, I really wanted to go and see that. that yeah. they they're amazing. Like the Japanese culture, amazing at taking like Western things and just throwing a different twist on it like it's the same in like skate culture and things like that but um yeah yeah so yeah you've got to send that over <laughs> sounds fantastic yeah <laughs> well <laughs> i thought leading into our day one here we'd what we'd do is i'd go through some different news and rumors and information for people that's been shared since the end of the november bash or leading into this january bash or as everybody you know, will be aware that the world's been in a in a very strange place with with COVID and restrictions about what can happen, as well as the the illness itself being the virus even being spread around people, including sumo wrestlers. So we'll get into that. But yeah. some of the news to come out of November, uh, 
Taruna Fuji was uh, promoted to, to Sekiwake from Komosubi, as we know from um, from his outings in November. He had a really solid uh, November basho, so it's great to see that he's been promo- uh, promoted to Sekiwake. Um, Mitakumi yeah. uh, was demoted down to Komosubi because he didn't have the best, unfortunately, of bashos, and it's been one of those situations where, as we know, some get promoted, some get demoted. There's only a certain amount of spaces. Takakisho was the overall November winner. As we know, with that 13-2 and two record, that fantastic final. I know that me and you've spoken about that off, off, the, off the pod, uh, Hog. Um, yeah. Just that whole getting beat, but then winning the, the final battle, if you like, to be crowned overall champion. Takakisho, sorry. Fat Elvis. Yeah, Fat yeah. Elvis, yeah. Fat Japanese <laughs> Elvis. He's brilliant. Yeah, I love him. Absolutely unreal, and what a just an overall fantastic tournament he had. He just looked un, just unstoppable. So the fact that he was beaten twice and the way that he was beaten uh, in yeah. that tournament, it was just like, oh, you know, you could hear the, the crowd were really entrenched in it and really up for that battle with him. Uh, it was fantastic. But yeah, he's uh, he was the overall win in November, so people are expecting very big things of him in this tournament. Yeah, Yokozuna. Well, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know what I mean? He's had several. I think he's, well, he's, what? I think it's almost, is it six now? Six undefeated? Something like that. Six undefeated Bashos now. Oh, okay. um, I think, I think six wins, possibly five out of the six or at least six. We'll get into that. But um, I know that speaking of the Yokozuna uh, Deliberation Council there, <laughs> uh, they've issued official warnings to uh, the two Yokozunas, Hakuho and Kakurui. Um, it's, it's, Expected, I think it's fair to say. They've missed several tournaments now. Um, it's the first time in sumo history that they've had to make formal warnings, formal notices, as they call them. Um, so the next warning that they need, there's usually three warnings in the structure of the warning system. Yeah. Uh, they've, this is the first time they've ever had to, to, to make official second warnings. The final warning that they make will be to advise retirement. To the Yokozunas, so it's it's it, there's quite a lot at stake here. It means a lot. It's quite big, and there's a lot. Well, there's at least two, uh, and a lot of people beneath them as well, who are chomping at the bit for promotion. You know, it's not like there's nobody waiting in the wings here. Yeah. There's people who are very very ready to step up. So, my understanding know, was of it, uh, Mark. I might, I mean, I might be wrong here, um, but I was I thought that. Hakuho was like they were going to make him fight this tournament. He had to fight, otherwise he was going to be stripped of his uh, his uh, Yokozuna status. Um, yeah, so. that 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 was leading into the, actually. I think you're right in the sense of leading up or halfway through November that was announced as well during the November tournament because once once it was announced that he wasn't wasn't turning up for it or wasn't wasn't participating. Um, you're quite right. It was a case of right they were going to advise. I think that. The, there's there's a sort of mixed sort of way of how it's done in the sense of a lot of the time it'll be sort of behind the scenes conversations, uh-huh. I suppose. And but in terms of official out in public issued warnings, almost like a fixed penalty fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a, a, a formal warning, and I think that's what they've received this time. So it's as I say, it's apparently the first time in in sumo history that the formal warning has been made in in such a way in public. In, right. in a in a in the in the form of a formal notice, uh-huh. uh, 
So yeah, it's an interesting one. They, this it's the second, it's the second of three notices that that they can the deliberation council can actually put forward. Um, so the next time, if they were to miss the January ones, which we'll obviously get into very soon, then um, then um, they're they're out. You know, then they've, they've mm-hmm. talked, it's time to retire. Uh, which is interesting because we will get into that because um, one of said Yokozuna's, uh, Kakaruyu, has actually gained Japanese citizenship, which will allow him now to officially become a sumo coach and elder for when he retires. So it's oh. almost like potentially the telling sign of things to, to come, you know, yeah. he's preparing himself for the inevitable. Quick, get me, uh, <laughs> get, get, me su- get me Japanese status and citizenship in there very quickly for the inevitable happens. So what, will he start a training barn or something like this? Or? Potentially, or he could take over, I suppose. He could be wanted to, to be counted on for the future. He could take over a stable, potentially, as, as, a, as a leader or as a trainer, uh-huh. a coach. Um, and then later on as an actual elder who then, all, you know, they, they end up being part of the Yokozuna Sumo Committee as well at times. I so see. It's, um, it's quite interesting, like, you know, with the rankings of how it works. Um, I know that there are other elders who are like advice and guidance kind of elders, if you like, who are highly respected. Um, on to well, what was sad news, but it's it's got better, is uh, that Akua and Wakatakakaje both were uh, tested positive for COVID um, in December, in November, which was a shame because it, it actually spread through the stable houses as well and the families. So they became really unwell, but thankfully they're uh, they're actually <clears> healthy and they're they're actually listed to to fight at this at this particular basho. Now, um, that was before the basho took place, and uh, we'll obviously get into who did and didn't take part in the basho uh, later on in the uh, the event. But the fact that they were listed and nothing else came out about them just before the basho took place officially that I was aware of, it didn't say that they wouldn't be taking place. So I don't know if there's precautions being put in place or what. But yeah, not not nice to hear that it's been, it's spread around the entire uh, houses as well. So I hope that everybody involved there um, fights it off and is is fit and healthy. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, the other thing is that like guys like that, they're, they're big guys, aren't they? You know, it's like yeah, yeah, exactly, man. I mean, you've got to health implications there, isn't there? You know, with, with things like that when they're so big. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, we don't know the, the you know the privacy of what other um, illnesses they've got going on. We spoke previously as well. I think um, we were talking about in, in quite a, a morbid conversation about the the average uh, life expectancy of a sumo wrestler. You know, based mm-hmm. on on the of it. And I think a lot of the time it's in this. From what I've read, at least anyway, it's usually in the sixties uh-huh. um, because of the fact of you know, the lifestyle that they've got. Crazy, um, like it knocks like twenty years off their life or something like that. It's it? crazy, isn't it? Yeah, when you think about you know we talk about guys who are, you know, realistically in the at least mid twenties in terms of twenty odd stone going at the mid thirties up to forty stone or in, in in a lot of cases you're talking about <laughs> big, big big men. Yeah. And usually, at least in Western civilization, you talk about a lot of health implications with that kind of size of human. With uh, with with Japanese culture, I mean, you just need to look at the daily calorie intake of um, of as to why they're so big with some of those set meals that they have in their houses. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's it's the kind of thing that you know any athlete doesn't want to get it, but especially if you're an athlete who has to be careful because of for, for health reasons. Uh, we don't know what other underlying issues there are there. So fingers crossed that everybody involved with that is is fighting fit and getting better. But uh, leading on as well to to I have to mention him. Eno, he was demoted. Yeah. 
Cheerio. Oh no, my favorite. He was my favorite. Him. I think he's he was. Like, uh, he was that uh, sort of like the poster child, doesn't he, for the last sort of year or so? Yeah, he was. He was mad. Like when we went to see the sumo in uh, Fukuoka, he was like, uh, he won the fight that on the day that we went, he won. And uh, obviously, I just didn't know what was going on. But everyone was throwing. You know, they had the thing where everyone's throwing the cushions around. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's a bit of a shame that he's gone, but. I think he's num. I think we were chatting about this, Mark, weren't we? His numbers up. I think everybody's is is kind of clicked onto him and his little fighting techniques and things like that. And he yeah. was just the last tournament. I just thought he was getting steamrolled, kind of every every match, really. He did, mate. He was. Uh, he finished the tournament three and twelve, so he was defeated Ouch. twelve times out of fifteen in November. Yeah, uh, so unfortunately, it was time. As we were saying, I think you're right. We were we were talking about how he's relied on his pace and speed and his unpredictability because people were like, "Whoa, who's this little Reggie?" You yeah. know, like who's this guy? Like, uh, and people couldn't keep up with him. They didn't know how to fight against him because he was just so random with his attack. He was quite gung ho. Yeah. But- but think, so speedy and caught people off guard that I think people have just clicked on and and have decided they know how to outpower him. Yeah, I think what the, what he was doing is when they were having the initial charge, he was coming in. He was kind of coming in from the side. Yeah, and uh, a lot of wrestlers were, or a lot of the fighters were getting kind of wise to this. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember a fight in the last tournament where there was a bit of a kind of standoff at the beginning, where the other fighter didn't charge at him. I, I can't remember the fight, but he. Um, yeah, so it was obvious that people were just starting to wise up to him. And I remember yeah. a few a few fights as well in the last tournament where he was kind of um, there was a like Oshidashi and he was uh, he was pushed right out of the ring like and he was he was out uh, with the crowd. He was kind of pushed right out into the crowd, you know. It's um, it's it's crazy to be quite honest with you that a guy of his size and stature has got to the level that he has. Yeah. And that's no disrespect against the man, obviously, because he's highly talented and he's, he's highly loved um, and widely loved. It's just that the guys he's up against are in some cases, almost twice his size, at least. Yeah. And, and you know, something I had to give, I <clears> hope <throat> he bounces back from it. I hope he, I hope he's able to kind of learn from what happened in that tournament and realize what maybe went wrong. Um, for him in that tournament and bounce back because again, you know he he brought a different he brought a different element to the, to to Abasho yeah. because he had a certain fan base who um, really enjoyed the idea of something a bit different. I think is fair to say, yeah. um, and he just became a bit as we said a bit of a sort of poster child in a, in a way for like sort of like a modern new sumo almost. Um, yeah. I, I like. I mean, I like the smaller guys. I like the um, the underdogs as well. You know yeah. what I mean. I love the big. No, yeah. Well, you know, I, yeah. I've got a bit of time for Fat Elvis as well, but I do like. Um, there's like. Uh, that's why I like Denho because he was like the small guy. He could. Eat. There was a couple of times where he can turn over the bigger fighter and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think he he's he's from the same barn as Hakaho, I think, and um, Hakaho was saying that he he had to put that Enho had to put on a bit of weight. Um, to be able to sustain the momentum of his, his of his the progression of his career, if you like, and yeah. he's just he's, he just seems to like his game's up. I think a little bit at the moment, Fox. Hopefully right. he'll come back. Hopefully he'll come back. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, I mean, keep an eye on him as well in in the uh, junior tournament. So we'll see how he does. But I think he's got to sort of prove himself over the next couple of tournaments to be able to to bounce back up. Um, but speaking of uh, Hakuho. Uh, and his stable uh, not competing due to COVID. 
Yeah. So tricky one. So um, does that count as his final warning now? I mean, oh. he's not coming because of COVID. Is that a fair enough excuse where the Del- Deliberation Council can kind of go fair enough or are they going to stick strong to the word? It's a very difficult one to call that, you know. I think they'll give him one more chance, I think. you know. I think, I think, yeah. I think it would be fair to yeah. because of the situation. It's not like it's his fault as such, whereas Kakariyu, um, he's not competing either. And it's yeah. not because of COVID. He's not competing because he's not in form, apparently. It's not really the That's no best. good, is it? You know, nah. That's no good. But, uh, you know, with Hakuho, uh, you know, obviously you don't want him there coughing all over the shop, you know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think he, he could be excused, you know, give him one more chance. But, yeah. I mean, you want to see him fighting because when, when he was in his prime, uh, apparently he was a total beast. So, um, yeah, he was like, you know, really good Yokozuna. Absolutely massive, like incredible record, like an absolutely incredible record. Um, so it's a shame, but but it's one of those guys that hopefully you know there won't be much of a fuss. And if he does need to bow, or if it is his time, and he bows out gracefully, because I'd love him to still be involved, maybe even as an elder or even run a stable. You know, it'll be yeah. cool to see what he's about because you can only expect great things from a stable that he's part of. He, um, he's one. What you want to do, Fox? I'm sure you've done this. Is or for any of the listeners. You want to you want to YouTube some of his videos because you can see some of his older fights. Uh, it seemed like terrorizing people. You know, he's like it's a demon. He's, he's an absolute demon. Yeah, brutal, brutal fighter. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that they throw the salt at just to get rid of evil spirits. Like, <laughs> is that much yeah, of a? He is the evil spirit. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, based on that, you know, as we mentioned before, word is that Yokozuna spots are up for grabs. Uh-huh. Uh, what a basho we've got to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. So it was the ones that kind of they're looking at for the uh, Yokozuna Shodai, is that right? That's right. Takaka show. Yeah, they're the two main sort of do they're the Yuzekis and they're the two, well, there's three Yuzekis obviously, Thur- but they're no Fuji as well. You've got uh, I'll tell you where we're at actually with that. I might as well mention that now. So going into going into um January, you've got two Yokozunas in Kakuru and Hakuho, you three Yuzekis are Shodai. Takakisho and Asanayama. Oh, and right, okay. So you've got your three Ozekis there, then your um, Sekiwakes, uh, Takanosho, and uh, Tarona Fuji. Yeah. And then you've got your two Komosubis being Mitakiyumi and Takayasu. So you've got two Yokozunas, three Ozekis, two Sekiwakes, and two Komosubis. Um, so, yeah, realistically, you're looking out of the three, I mean, the thing is with um, Asanayama, he I don't think he performed. I don't think he's performed since September from an injury in September. Mm. So he wasn't at the November Basho. So there isn't very much for him to kind of. To, the, he's really in contention due to that reason. Yeah, so it's yeah. Takakesho, isn't it? Show yeah. die. Exactly they're the that. Two, they're the two to look out for. And you know, based on how uh, events unfold going forward, it's going to be really interesting to see because. It's been an interesting day, to say the very least. <laughs> yeah. I thought we'd start from that point by just basically pointing out several of the matches that we've um, that we've that we've watched today. Um, we're mm. not going to go through every match, but what we'll tell our listeners right now is 
we do a sort of full rundown at the end of this video, which you can hear about wins and losses and the, the fights and who beat who. So that's right at the end of this video. We'll go through every result and fixture and um, you can find that out at the end. Mm -hmm. But we will go through several of the matches that caught our, our eyes today, such as our favourite matches to watch, a couple of the upset matches and a couple of matches where there was maybe something interesting, like a big comeback that, involved, that was involved. So that's generally going to be how we cover these episodes going forwards. We'll be doing this very first episode as an intro on day one. We'll be meeting up again virtually uh, halfway through the tournament to talk about the first week so far and what to expect of the week ahead. And then we'll be doing uh, another show at the very end after the final day to discuss the outcomes and what we thought leading into the March Basho. So without further ado, Hog, yeah. I thought I'd uh, bring up the, the first match that caught my eye, which was uh, Tobizaru, who yes. was uh, ranked number seventh West. And and uh, Kagayaki, who's men, who's uh, ranked number six West, uh -huh. so Kagayaki ended up winning this battle. It was, uh, in my opinion, a pretty fast-paced battle. You know, it's something that we mentioned earlier on as well with Tobizaru. You you always expect something quite hard hitting and interesting from him. He's got a bit of speed and a bit of kind of gung ho about him. He's, he yeah. goes, you know, he doesn't hold back. Um, he started the fight very strong, but Kagayaki basically stayed big. He stayed strong, and he managed to shove him out. It was a good yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah, Tobizaru, he's, he's interested. We were kind of saying about this, weren't we? I think he's always a good one to watch. He's like, he's got, this, there's a lot of energy in him when he fights. And he quite often throws, there's always a twist or a turn in the fight. You know, there was there was one in the last bar show with a really good leg sweep on one of, one of the final days. Um, he beat a few of the higher, higher ranked fighters in the last tournament. And today he looked like he was going to get the better of uh, Kagayaki, uh, but it, he he was slapped out in the end, wasn't he? He was, he was with indeed. Was it Noshidashi? He was beaten. It was in Oshidashi, yeah. And uh, yeah. it was quite, quite a spectacular one as well. I think it he was, was <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't actually manage to catch the glimpse of who it was on the outside there. Um, I don't know. If, I can't remember which match was after that. Was it? Was it possibly Ryudin? I don't know. Uh, but whoever it was on the outside got absolutely splattered. Yeah. <laughs> because he felt him like a ton of bricks. Usually, when you watch uh, sumo's being pushed out, they make every effort to dodge everybody in the way as best as they possibly can, as they're being hurtled at about twenty miles an hour and thirty stone, kind of across the arena. Uh, they do the best to kind of step and storm between people, don't they? Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, isn't it? Because pre-lockdown uh, or pre-COVID, um, when you go to the sumo, you can sit right at the... You can get tickets to sit right at the front and you're sat on a on a cushion, like, you know, you're metres away from the from the front and you can end up getting splatted quite easily. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. Um was there any other matches that sort of uh, any other sort of fun fights of similar sort of up that took your notice, Adam? Oh, um, Terutsu Yoshi. I always like watching him. He's another small guy. Uh, yeah, he's he's, a, he's one of the guys that um, has um, uh, he throws quite a lot of salt. Yeah. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one today um, that I, I kind of liked watching was uh, Midori Fuji. I've never seen that fighter before. Oh really? And yeah. uh, he was another little guy. And he, he beat was. Akua. He did, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a good fight. I really enjoyed that one. Again, always enjoy watching the little guys fight. So, yeah. It's actually a different element, doesn't it? It's an element of uh, what's all this about? How is it possible? And when you see them win, it's just, 
it's yeah, it, it shows it's, you about a bit more about technique rather than just brute strength. Yeah, it's it's kind of like um, you know because in the, especially in this country with things like boxing, you're so used to seeing um, just kind of like weight divisions. Obviously, they don't have that in sumo. So a big massive brute of a man could be up against one of the smaller fighters. It's totally legit, and then the, the smaller fighter can still win. Absolutely, there's, man. There's kind of wrestling techniques and fighting techniques to to counter uh, like counterweight and counterbalance the um, bigger fighters. So they're always again like I always enjoy watching the smaller fighters. That that was a good one today, Midori Fuji. It really was. The other one, the other one, Mark was uh, yep. the Endo. Oh yes, yeah. Okanumi Endo versus Okanumi, um, and there was quite a long. That was quite a long battle, wasn't it? It was indeed. It lasted a bit longer than I thought it would, actually. Yeah. Um, Okanumi, um, he got the win in the end. But he again, I think end, Endo's pretty... He's a rugged fighter, I think. I enjoy watching him quite often as well. He's got something else about him that kind of just captures you. He, he's, he's encapsulating. I think that's the word I'm trying to think of. There's mm. something about him. There's something that draws you in. Mm. I mean, they all do, to be fair, in one way, shape or form. But there's something additional about him. And I, I can't quite put my finger on what it is. <laughs> because he's yeah. not, he's, you know, he's not near, hovering near the top of the guard or anything like that. But he's always there or thereabouts. He's always, he manages to always put on a good performance at every basho I've watched. He That's doesn't right. just sort of coast it, if that makes sense. He might not always get as many wins as he'd like, but he always puts on a really good performance and, and always puts on at least one or two really good worthwhile matches, such as this one. And the last one as well, I would say um, today that was uh, Teruno Fuji. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. Against uh, Kotoshoho. And yeah. um, am I right in thinking, this, I, I don't know if this is hearsay, but I'm sure that um, Teruno Fuji, he has got diabetes. Oh, really? And he's got hepatitis. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. He's, 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 yeah, he's a great fighter and he absolutely walloped uh, Kotoshoho today as well. He did. Uh, now it's worth mentioning that Terano Fuji is obviously a Sakiwaki, but saying that, Kotoshoho is like, he, he's ranked third from the East um, going into this. this this uh, Basho, um, worth known as well that Kotoshoho is, he's only 21, you know, as well. Right. He's a young, young lad. Who's that? Who's, which one's that? Kotoshoho? Yeah. Okay. Kotoshoho, yeah. He's a very, very young man, 21 year old. So he's obviously, you know, he's, he's one of those kind of guys that y you hope that he'll bounce back from this because he's obviously got a, a long career ahead of him, especially at 21 if he's already ranked third. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a bit of a shame for him uh, saying that. Toruna Fuji, man, um, I think it's... If he carries on, I can't see him not being Nozeki by the end, by the summer. Like, yeah, a couple of he's times. a juggernaut. He is, he is. He's a, he's a, he looks mean as well. Yeah. Like, I remember, you know, going back again when, we was at, when I was at the sumo. Some, like, before, I think, four in the afternoon, you can go backstage and see the wrestlers. Yeah. And some of them, you can just see in their eyes, they mean business, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, like, if... There was one, I can't even tell you who it was. He looked me in the eye and he would have torn me in half, I'm telling you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Teruno Fuji, he has that look, I think, sometimes. He just looks like a nut job. What's interesting about both of these as well, uh, Teruno Fuji and Kotoshoho, that they both, they both won the last six uh, bashos, you know? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Both, they're both, they're both uh, you know, not six and all, but they've both won the last six bashos in the sense that they're on for good things. So... Yeah, he, he's a monster, and it's just it's how quickly he discarded him. 
<laughs> like it was, yeah, it, was yeah. it was sub five seconds get out and it, it was, was it was it was one of it those was, fights it really was um and, and beat him and then he's just i think he's going to be one to watch for this tournament because again i think if there's some movers and shakers from Ozeki's going up to yokozuna that's going to leave yokozuna positions open yeah. um because usually once you're a yoko you don't go back down you retire uh-huh. um you know, it's not like you move down to Ozeki like you do if you're lower down in the rankings. Yeah. It's uh, you end up sort of calling it a day by that point, usually speaking. And if there's going to be spaces at Yokozuna level for certain guys to move up to, then you can only assume that Toronto Fuji's, you know, chomping to be promoted to Ozeki. Yeah. Because yeah. with that promotion comes a hefty paycheck increase and a lot of prestige as well, you know. Um, mm-hmm. so it's quite an interesting one that so yeah he, he you never know probably start as he means to goes on I'd, I'd think uh, <laughs> he, yeah. he looked the business anyway it's fair to say um, Ryudin versus Macy as well um, oh, he's a he's a, I think he's a funny old fighter Ryudin isn't he he kind of like um, when he's settling down at the beginning before the fights actually started he's kind of like his body's kind of dancing away He's a, he's a funny fighter. He really he seems, is. He seems like a bit of a pain in the ass as well to get rid of. <laughs> he does, yeah. He doesn't seem like he's not an easy an easy guy to kind of better. Um, yeah. Macy did. I mean, they're both sort of, you know, Ryudin went in his, his sixth East. Macy went in his seventh East. Yeah. Um, Macy's won his last three tournaments in a row. Looked very, very strong here as well. And, and obviously won today. Um, I think he's another one to watch this Basho as well because I think he'll be, I think... This, uh, I just assume I don't know why I've just got a feeling about him. He's going to put on a good performance as Basho. I don't know. He just yeah. based on that performance alone. You know, if you're going to take anything away, just the way he performed and just the way the sort of the way he went for it. Um, yeah, I'm, I've always been like I'm always like oh, I, I don't think I like him. But then he's like one of those um, he's one of those wrestlers that's like he always performs well. So yeah, maybe maybe I should look again at him because he's he actually is. He puts in the performances, so yeah, yeah, he's a good fighter. Absolutely. Um, now, my, I've got a couple here of uh, best comebacks of the day, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, Touching Ocean defeated Tamawashi. Now, what a comeback that was, by the way. Touching Ocean is he the Georgian fighter? Yeah. Yes, he is. He's he basically to me, if you've ever seen Dumb and Dumber, right. <laughs> And you know they pick up the hitchhiker. The guy I know what you're going to say, yeah. <laughs> He's got peptic ulcers. He looks like him, the guy who eats the rat poison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like him. He looks yeah, he does like as well. Like, he does, um, he does. Touching Ocean versus Tamawashi. <laughs> so, have to find out who that actor is. <laughs> yeah, I've got his name now. Oh, I'll have to have a look. Well, he's, he's a massive, he's a mountain he's, of a man, he's isn't he? mountain. He Absolute is. mountain. Uh, he, he, they both came in as a ranked fourth from the East. Yeah. Um, so you was going to be a good battle either way, but it was the fact that uh, Touching Ocean. I thought he was going to get eliminated. I thought he was going to get defeated. He was on the he was on the brink. He was on the rope, you know, uh, and he managed to turn it around. And I thought it was one of the best two comebacks because I thought he was down and out with that one. But no, turned it around. Uh, looked very strong as well. I might add his strength. Yeah. You know, he was getting beat, but that that vigor that you know that extra drive, if you like, that you find to fight back. He found it. Yeah, I think he's known for his strength, isn't he? And, yeah, absolutely. He won with a Yurikiri. Um, he's just, he, he's he's a big man, so, you know, he's got to rely on his strength. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about earlier on with the likes of Eno, where we have to rely on more strategy and, uh, and other bits and pieces. Dutchie Notion has just got to kind of just go for it and hope for the best. But with big guys as big as him, you don't always expect balance to be in their favour, but he was able to sort of pull it around today. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see how that goes going forward. But it was a good win, that's to say the least. If he gets his arms around you, you're going to know about it. It's going to be a big cuddle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even at social distance. Oh, God. Oh. Um, one, of the upset- <laughs> one of the, uh, the upsets of the, of the round for me was uh, Takayasu, who's a Komosubi in the East. He lost to Onosho, who's uh, ranked third. Uh-huh. Uh, now, Takayasu is, is one of my favourites. Like He was one of my favourites in November. I'm a big fan of him. Um, and he's one of his th- last three Bashos. Um, so I was expecting big things from him, you know. I was expecting he was, mm-hmm. he's always there or thereabouts. He's always in the top, usually in the top five or six at the end of a basho, there or thereabouts. It was in November, but he was he was beaten within like sort of three seconds by an Osho. Yeah. Um, it was a, a great victory, and he got him on the ground. He made him eat dust. You know, it's you can't argue that. He, he just got, got you know what it just goes like that sometimes, doesn't it? Does. it? You know, you can sometimes be watching a sumo. A wrestle, a fight, sorry, and then it could just be, it could just be over in the blink of an eye, like it, you know, as fast as it started, it's finished, you know. It can be, and a lot of the time, it doesn't matter how much strategy and preparation you put into something. And I think it goes to show you with this: mm. if if you've got momentum on your side, that's great. But if momentum goes against you, and you, you know, you dart forward, and somebody moves, as in, you know, Eno's old tricks, mm. um, sometimes gravity gravity wants you <laughs> and, yes. uh, comes knocking and yeah. uh, and you go knocking <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and that's what happened today for him so hopefully he'll be able to dust himself down and see what happens going forward but um, yeah it was a bit of an upset I thought today I thought he should, you know as a common soup he was hoping to be uh, uh, you know well to be fair on, uh, on Osho he's, uh, he's third ranked so it's not like he's you know further down the card or anything he's up there and he's looking to get promoted so it was a it was a good victory for him to say the very least. Yeah, another great comeback I thought today, a fantastic comeback in fact, was uh, well Takara Fuji lost to uh, Takanosho, who's a Sakiwaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, Takara Fuji was uh, is, is ranked two at the second at the moment from the East. Um, Takanosho showed he, he showed a lot of grit and was mm. so close to being defeated. Um, again, on the rope, and I think balancing on one leg at one point as well, but was able to do like a little 360 pivot and managed to kind of get, get on the other side. Amazing comeback and yeah. a great win. That uh, rope, the rope along the sides, just probably worth adding, isn't it? I mean, you know, a wrestler can be put up against that rope and it can actually work um, as an advantage because you can absolutely. get that, you can get a little bit of leverage off that rope and you can kind of flip it round sometimes, which is. I think what must have happened in this fight, you know? It's exactly what happened. Yeah, you're bang on, mate. You can be used uh, definitely uh, to your advantage if you can just get that bit. Because if you, you know, you're taking consideration that they're sort of slipping around on sand and dirt um, and the salt, you know, until they get to that rope. And that rope's the first bit of sort of leverage that they can use, I suppose, if nothing else. That isn't their own strength. It's something to bounce back off. So you're you're absolutely right. And it's exactly what's happened in this fight. you know, in fair play as well to Kanosho, he's he's won his last four bashos. Mm. Um, if he does well at this basho, that'll be five in a row. So again, he's another contender for Ozeki. You know, uh-huh. he's the promotion the promotion potential is there for him, and yeah. it was a, a great win for him so early on. 
in in this basho as well. A great comeback as well, especially he was on the brink. Um, yeah, it feels like um, the winds of change. Uh, yeah, are kind of happening in sumo at the moment. You know, with the um, with the yokozuna and yeah, with some of the lower ranks as well. So yeah, another another big upset of the night was or of the day even was a. Uh, Asana Yama, who's an uh, Okazeki, uh, sorry, Nozeki, he lost to uh, Daeshio. Now, I mean, he's ranked number one, to be fair. Mm. So it's not a sort of. The problem is the sort of the rankings kind of give this sort of illusion as if there's a massive tiering of difference. Mm. But really, if you're ranked number one against the Nozeki, you're not talking a huge difference. No, you know? you're splitting hairs, aren't you, really? You, know? you are. Worth noting as well, neither competed at the November Basho. Mm. Uh, and uh, Asayama uh, actually withdrew in the September Basho due to injury after five Basho wins previous to that. So he had five Basho wins in the bag and yeah. then got to November and then uh, had to sort of uh, retire early on in, in that, sorry, September even, had to retire early on due to, uh, due to an Asi injury. Um, it's fair to say as well, though, he's got a history of uh, losing really early fights. Uh, before going on a bit of a win streak, I remember he was. I think he was at one point something like. Is it? I might be wrong here, but I believe at one point he was. He was losing five nil in his first f- five fights, and then he ends up going on a ten ten match win streak. So it's like <laughs> I think I think it's that. It's or if it's not that, it's something close to that. Sort of like four than nine. You know what I mean? Then one. Yeah. Um. He's um. He's got a habit, or not a habit. That's unfair. But he's got a bit of notoriety with um not having the best of starts at times, and then you know, receiving a bit of a pep talk and then yeah. uh, sorting it out. You know what I mean? So, so it's fair to say that, you know, there's plenty of time for him to come back. Yeah. And who's to say that he's the same fighter that he was before he was injured. And also, it's... also I, I got the feeling today there was like, uh, there was a bit of nerves kind of flying around with a couple of the fighters, like that being one of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Shodai was the other one today as well. I thought it was a bit nervous fight, but there you go. Absolutely. We'll get on to him actually. Um, but it was a great win for Desho. You know, he's he's trying. He's been a, a Komasubi himself in the past, so he wants to get back up there. He's ranked number one now. It's everything to play for, as we know. It's probably one of the most um, everything to play for tournaments that we're going to have in quite a while, with both Yokozuna positions potentially being retired in the mm. near future. Yeah, you've got Azeki's really craving to to be promoted, not far off, and it could easily happen. And you've got some really good contenders for that. Uh, we're about to mention one of them in a second. And then you've got the ranks underneath there who are also looking to be promoted. So everybody up to, you know, rank number one or two uh, in the general pool could come out of this with a potential promotion. It's mad. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's it's mad. It's a huge shift in in, 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 in the way it's going to be going forward. Um, it's, a, it's a good time to be getting into sumo, I think. You know, it really um, is. With this kind of changing of the guard going on because Hakaho has, has bossed it for so long that it's you know it's good to see, it's like a like I say it's a changing of the guard I'd say definitely mate definitely um, fresh new year you know get 2020 out of the way with kind of thing that people keep talking <laughs> um, yeah going on to Shodai he um, he managed to well he's, he's obviously gone today as Nozeki and he beat uh, Hokota Fuji today who's ranked number one from the east yeah um, he's got a good record I think he's got a good record against him though like um, I was looking today's um, Shodai is like six to one before today, so it's seven one after today. And yeah. he's Shodai's a great fighter, isn't he? Oh, he's fantastic, absolutely brilliant, and it's lovely to see him. Mm. Um, it's it's a it's an interesting one with him because I think 
because he's more of a long. He's been there a while, there or thereabouts. I think he's probably more in contention for the for the for the Yokozuna push. Totally. You know? Totally. Um, he's he's got the. Um... You know, you were saying in your previous podcast about um, the Yokozuna has decided on people's character as well, yeah. and and Shodai has definitely got that. He's a he's a kind of graceful, he's a graceful kind of guy. I, I get the impression he does. He seems that he seems like the the kind of you know when you talk about people um, and why they get promoted to Yokozuna level, as you just said to yourself there, Adam. Mate, it's it's not just about performances. Performance is definitely a big part of it. You know, you have to be winning at a Zeki level for several, um, several, several bashos, mm. and there has to be an opening available at Yokozuna level. Mm. Um, on top of that, but also as you just said there, you've you've got to be somebody who they can rely on to be the face of the company, not just the yeah. company, the organisation. Yeah, you know, they, they, they've had a few things in the past where it hasn't exactly gone to plan and they don't want anybody to disgrace the name of sumo wrestling. It's as simple as that. So it's all to do with prestige and who can honor, be relied honor. and honor. Know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like a lot of big thing in Japanese culture, isn't it? You know, it's like, um, and Shodai, I think, like you're saying, Mark, he kind of, he, he kind of is the personification of that, you know, he's in, he's a solid fighter as well. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He, he, he made quite easy work, I thought, of um, Hokuto Fuji today. Yeah. Uh, I think he did. I oh, know. I think you're right. He did. I mean, it's worth mentioning as well, uh, Shodai, is that he was promoted to Ezeki following three victory bashos um, at, at Sekiwaki rank. And he had a 3-1 victory in November and he had to, and he had to bow out be, mm. because, of, because of that reason. So, again, Ezeki rank debut. And uh, wasn't able to perform because of because of his situation. He uh, dropped out due to injury. Um, mm-hmm. So this is a huge day one for him. Like you well, know I... what I mean? He's come back from an injury, and people are touting for him to be a Yoko. Um, you know, I, I thought there was nerves in the fight. He looked Definitely. nervous, like when Definitely. he was sizing it up at the beginning. It's the first time I've seen him fight where he. I thought, yeah, he looks a little bit kind of like. Not, I don't want to say out of his depth because he's definitely not. But like he looked, you could see the nerves on him. I definitely, definitely, and and I think that's good because it shows that it's, you know that human quality that they look for as well. You know, mm. somebody who's who's humble. Yeah. Um, it's it's a good win for him. Uh, it's fair to be nervous um, after yeah. being, being out for a couple of months. Um, needs to prove himself at a Zeki level because he hasn't been able to do so yet. Um, and he's somebody who people are already touting to be promoted. So it's it's really interesting. Yeah, uh, he, if he gets that that quick, that quick of a promotion, he's my tip to win it this time. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Enough. That's fair enough. Um, Hokuto Fuji, in fairness to him as well, you know, he's he, he's number one from the east. So he's he's you know he needs to bounce back if he wants to be considered for Komasubi promotion as well. Because again. Mm-hmm. The option for that promotion will probably come across when the when the changing of the guard happens. Mm. So hopefully for him, he'll have that opportunity to bounce back for the remainder of the tournament. Um, and it's going to lead on to my final match, and I think you probably know which one I'm going to discuss here. Um, Pat Elvis. <laughs> Pat Elvis. My fav- um, well, he's one of my favourites, but he's up there. He's absolutely <laughs> the top <up> three. <laughs> uh, he's going to say Mitaka Kumi. Yeah, but Tomasubi. But today it didn't happen, today, did it? Indeed, mate. He's Absolutely, indeed. He's uh, he's without a doubt a machine. In fact, in all my time of watching uh, sumo, that last basho in November, um, 
and again, I'm not pretending to be an expert or anything like that, but just the way that somebody performs and that look in their eye and the, just the way that they stand and walk and move around. Yeah. He's just a bison. Like, that he's just... Two, the last two tournaments, I'd say, he's kind of had that look. Oh, absolutely. There was one fight um, in the one before last where it was a kind of false start and a, and a wrestler pushed into him. Uh, it might have even been Enho. And uh, it was a, obviously it was a false start. And uh, the look in, of kind of bemusement in Takaka Keisho's uh, eyes. Yeah. It was just, and, and he, yeah, he's just looked, he's looked very strong for the last few tournaments. Um, so today was a bit of a shock, really. I guess to see him. It, oh, absolutely, it was. I mean, to be fair, he lost. He lost to a to a worthwhile opponent. Opponent in uh, Metakumi. You know, he's a Komasubi at the end of the day. It's, he's he's a he's a good fighter, but yeah, there was a good bit expect, of good bit expect, of slapping as well. I'd there say. was. Oh, it was a good fun fight. It was a good fun fight, and I just think Takakisho, dare I say, even looked like he burned out a bit. Like he. The way he normally fights, he went into this. What was it? What was interesting about this fight, from my perspective, is that he took this fight on like he would take any other fight on. He didn't slip. He didn't, you know, misjudge anything. He didn't fall. There was nothing that went wrong that you can excuse it. He went into this and he, and he fought how he would normally fight. He went in there strong and slapping. Yeah. Um, but it didn't work, and that was that must be a head like that because, you know, that that's what. That that approach is what gained gained his victory in November as the overall Vasho winner. Uh, 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 Fifty. What was it? Um, overall thirteen and two. Was it in the end for his? Was that uh, the last tournament? Yeah, he was, uh, November. He was, he was pretty strong, wasn't he? He got it's, beat against Tobizaru, I think. Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, I can't remember his other. It might. It was another one like that you would never expect, like Enho or someone like that beat him, yeah, or oh, yeah. somebody like that. And to, to go into this one as his first fight, you know, he, he's the one who you would expect to come in and um, steamroll the, to the initial, the, the first few fights. You'd expect him to, to come in there very, very strong. <clears throat> if he's going to lose a fight, maybe a little bit later on in the sort of thing, once he's tired out a bit or if there's a niggling, niggling injury or if he just he gets a bit too comfortable or something and he needs a bit of a wake-up call. You know, you can kind of expect that sort of halfway through a tournament sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but as his entry fight into the tournament, it's like he needs to sort of like, you know, it must have been, I assume it's rocked him. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of expectation on him, obviously. Huge. And then again, a bit of like, there was a lot of nerves again saying this, like there was a, you could sense quite a lot of nerves with uh, uh, Takaka Keisho today as well, so... Definitely. Uh, but, when, you, when you look at him and Shodai, the two guys that you've said about the nerves, you bang on right. Because it's not just about the fact that they've both, you know, one of them's coming as something to prove who's been out of the loop and he was injured in November and he needs to prove himself Nozeki. Yeah. The other guy won the full tournament as Nozeki and they've both been touted for potential Yokozuna uh, promotions if they put on good performances mm. this Basho. Mm. Uh, one of them comes out with a fabulous win and the other one comes out with a bit of a shock loss. Yeah, plenty of time though, Fox. Absolute course, yeah, yeah. It's day one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty of this is the beauty of a basho. Day one, you can't help but be like, oh, oh, so enthralled by it and so sort of like head deep into it. But it's day one out of fifteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the reality I... is, she's win eight out of seven for a win. Uh, eight, eight wins and seven losses for a for an overall win. So it's it's not the end of the world if you if you lose yeah, your first yeah, sure. battle. But mentally, it'll be interesting to see how it how it impacts upon him. For the next you, round, you could hear in the crowd, couldn't you? The kind of shock of him getting beat. So there was 
there was a, a lot of expectation on him today, I think. Yeah, um, absolutely. We're commentators as well. If you listen to the reaction exactly, of the yeah. voice pitch of the commentators, you know, they're not the most kind of excitable chaps, if we're going to be completely honest. It is what it is. It's straight at the point. Win, loss, the commentator on it. Very good at it too, I may add. But when they get animated, it's because it's because because it's business time, you know? And yeah. uh, and and that match was exactly ex- that, you know, it was business time. The, the overall winner from the last bash roll coming in being defeated in his first fight, it's a bit of an upset, however yeah. you want to look at it. But we'll see what happens tomorrow because you can only assume he's going to try and bounce back. Yeah, um, he, he he looks like Yokozuna material as well. Like I know I was just does. saying that about Shodai. Yeah. <clears throat> but he looks like that as well. I mean, he he's kind of slightly different. He's a bit more, he seems more stern, a bit more mean. Like, uh, yeah. he's a harder fighter. Like you were saying, he's a bit of a bison, isn't he? You know, uh, absolutely compared to Shodai. So, interesting kind of contrast of characters as well. How the Yokozuna uh, Council will kind of decide at the end of the tournament between the two. Definitely. And I, and I think, to be fair as well, you know, although that was somewhat of a shock loss for him, pewed because of stature more than anything else, it's <clears> absolutely <throat> not taken anything away from Mitakumi either because, you know, he was a, he was a sekiwaki not long ago, mm. um, and and he was demoted to Komosubi, so he's looking to step back up there to sekiwaki level again. You know, he's looking to sort of make the jump up. And I think um, the record. He's a great fighter. Yeah, the record between them both. I think um, it's nine eight to, to Kakakesho. So yeah, they they're closely they're closely matched. You know what I mean? Know how to fight each other. That's the yeah. Big and they've fought each other a lot of times, you know, yeah. so there's a there's a bit of history there and uh, they're, they're quite evenly matched. So, yeah. Good Great fight. first day. Mitakumi, as well, as mentioned there, he's awarded a sponsorship bonus after that fight as well. So it's the only one I saw handed out today. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, great fight. Uh, what a fantastic day one, though. There's all sorts going on. The news that we mentioned at the beginning, there's loads of stuff going on to keep you entertained outside of the ring as well as inside of the ring. Yeah, Just- it's great. It's Just great. It's like um, day one. It's like the, the the beautiful thing about the sumo is obviously because J- Japan's like nine hours ahead of us. So yeah. when you get up on the morning, it's already there. The day's the day's finished over in Japan. So absolutely, yeah, it was great. Really uh, I'm 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 watching the shows to, to to start making notes for my reviews at sort of like half nine in the morning because it's been you know what I mean that's yeah. what that's what time it's on it so it's it's quickly getting on there to to go and to go and view the uh the the fights yeah um and, well my and my partner th- my partner Mrs Hogarth she's not really into it so uh, you I know. can't say mine Mrs Fox's either to be honest <laughs> yeah she so the morning's a good time for me to watch the sumo as well you know. I've got the the added the added uh, extra of uh, on a Monday. I've I've uh, I'm looking after my youngster as well on a Monday morning because right. she's not she's not a nursery or anything. So on a Monday morning, I, I've got Mondays while my wife's working, and yeah. uh, that's going to be interesting. Trying to watch the sumo and make notes with her. <laughs> get her indoctrinated, mate. Oh yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get her dressed up. I'm going to draw a ring on the floor with dressing gown belts. <laughs> and, and <laughs> And you just push her full force out of it. <laughs> she loves wrestling. I've got to say, she loves wrestling, you know. She, she? Absolutely, she doesn't really she's not bothered about watching it, but she's got a couple of favourite wrestlers because she's seen them in the shops. Yeah. Uh, and she uh, she likes to be powerbombed. Uh, really? quite. <laughs> yeah. you know, she loves scrapping. She loves a good scrap. And who, who's her favourite wrestlers then? She's got a favourite. So her favourite wrestler is a, is a wrestler called Trish. Trish Stratus. Oh, yeah, and she yeah. was a wrestler in the sort of late 90s. But there was a, 
you know, those Funko Pop toys. Uh-huh. Um, so, so, so my youngsters, she's really into sort of like Frozen and, you know, all the sort of yeah. Disney stuff and what have you. And uh, the different sort of like, basically it's just women pop vinyl dolls. Like she's into all of her women pop vinyl dolls. Like she doesn't know anything about it. She's only, she's only just turned four, but when she sees them, there's like toys, you know, oh, toys, what great. Yeah. Uh, so we're walking past one and she said, daddy, daddy, look, there's a princess. So I looked up and it was a wrestler being a uh, Trish. <laughs> I couldn't help but buy it for her. For you. Yeah, for both of you, the wrestlers. You know what they say, don't they, Mark? The, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thoroughly looking forward to day two anyway. And I think we're going to be catching up um, probably midway through this, maybe after day seven, leading into day eight, maybe day eight. We'll work it out as we go along okay. um, to what makes sense. And we'll, we'll, we'll have a catch up and sort of do an overview of some of our favorite fights so far. Uh, some interesting bouts has taken place. We won't be covering everything, obviously, because it'll go on forever. But we'll be picking up a few of our key fights from the first week leading into the second week. I will, however, be doing short one-minute long sort of uh, audio clips of the of the results each day and uploading them each day for our listeners so they can keep on top of it if they haven't been able to find uh, find uh, video threads or anything like that. Um, so they can stick with us that way. But as I say, we'll be catching up again with myself and Adam halfway through the tournament, and uh, we'll be covering it at the very end. Is there anybody that you, you've got your eyes on at the moment who you're really, apart from the obvious ones, is there anybody that you're really keeping your eyes on at the moment, Adam, in terms of uh, actually looking forward to or particular wrestlers you want to see more of? Um, without uh, without stating the obvious, um, I would say uh, Tobizaru. Keep your eye on him. Also... Um, Aoyama, which we haven't mentioned today, but just watch him for his massive boobs. He's, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a funny old fighter. So I, I just like watching him just for the kind of... He's the most unique-looking fighter I've ever seen. Yeah. If you've ever yeah. seen, you know, like um, Meatloaf on Fight Club, it gives you an idea. <laughs> that you're looking at. He's, he's a mountain of a man. Uh, and his, his proportions a... are like he's just a he's just a monster of a man, and he's got a really really kind of off the chart win loss record as well. It's all over the place. It's really yeah, interesting. He's, up and down. So he's quite an, he's a funny one to watch, but it's again, a spectacle to watch. He's a great character. He's got massive chebs. He really has. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's another one that we haven't mentioned today, but yeah, keep your eye out for him and uh, Teritsu Yoshi as well. I, I always enjoy watching him. So. Thank you very much for joining me, Adam, mate. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Appreciate you coming on, and uh, thank you to everybody listening so far. Hopefully, it'll all make sense. Hopefully, we haven't butchered everybody's name too badly. I know, you know, we have a bit, but there we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully, you want to stick with us as well and check out our next few episodes coming up. And we'll catch you all very soon. Take it easy, everybody. The Hatsu Basho Day One Results. Sadanumi. Defeated Dayamami Akisiyama defeated Kotonowaka Yutakiyama defeated Hoshuryu Midori Fuji defeated Akua Terutsuyoshi defeated Ishinoju Kotoeko defeated Ayami Shimanumi defeated Miyajiro Tokoshuryu defeated Kiribayama. Kajayaki defeated Tobizaru. Meisi defeated Ryuten. 
Okinumi defeated Endo. Tokenoshin defeated Tamawashi. Onsho defeated Takayusu. Takanosho defeated Takara Fuji. Taruno Fuji defeated Kotoshoho. Daesho defeated Asanayama. Shodai defeated Hokoto Fuji. Mitakiyumi defeated Takakishio.